Welcome to the Inglorious Blasters Podcast, a Star Wars Legion podcast talking everything glorious or inglorious about the game. I'm Brendan, and with me today is John, and I don't have a Star Wars insult lined up because I'm not Corey. Hi, Brendan. Hi. I appreciate not being insulted. It's a good way to start this episode. It's a change of pace, right? <laughs> yeah. Man, Corey must not like us insulting us every episode. So It is very taxing, mentally. Right? Every time. So much abuse. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, as our uh, regular listener, listeners will easily notice, uh, we don't have Corey. So, um... Sorry, things are going to go a little off the rails because he's not here to keep us in line. Um, probably going to be a bit of a shorter episode this week. Uh, we don't have all that much to talk about, but who knows, we might get really good at rambling. Uh, this week, we're going to talk about a couple games we've recently got in, as well as just some hobby talk, what we're working on, if we're working on anything or not, uh, what we might find challenging about what we're working on or what we really enjoy about what we're working on. Don't know. We'll figure it out when we get there. So, uh, John, you want to recount your most recent game? Sure. Yeah. I, uh, Corey and I actually played last night. Uh, apparently it did him in cause he is feeling a little bit under the weather. Uh, <laughs> So Did fingers you use crossed, any uh, I... poison on him? Come on, John. Don't do that. <laughs> well, hopefully I don't get sick now that I'm thinking about it. Because <laughs> we, we were hanging out for a couple hours at uh, Critical Hit Games playing uh, an Anakin Padme versus Blizzard Force game. Classic matchup um, for you guys right now. Classic. Classic. It's basically a continuation of uh, what I've been practicing in preparation for PAX, kind of going back and forth between Anakin Padme and Yoda Barks. So this was a Anakin Padme list. Nice. Yeah, yeah. So this one, uh, actually a pretty cool list. It is a combination of my Wookiee Padme list with Anakin in there, um, so I have the benefits of a Force user. Um, so it's something that I was looking forward to trying, because nothing has felt exactly the way that I want it to. I miss having scale, I miss having Indomitable, so this was a way that I could kind of combine the things I liked about my Wookie Padme list with throwing Anakin in there. I hear he's pretty good. Um, so it's Nine-Act list. Anakin, Padme, two shooty Wooks, both with Overwatch and targeting scopes, uh, two phase ones, one with a Z6, one with an RPS, and a third one naked, and then a uh, squad of naked pikes and a capo with vigilance. Nice, solid list. So, yeah, yeah, I was, uh, it's one of those ones that I've played around enough with Tabletop Admiral where I kind of stumbled into it and was like, Okay, like I can have a couple naked squads and still get all the benefits of the shooty wookies and all of the exemplar uh, aim sharing that you can really throw down some big fire support hits between the shooty wooks and uh, a Z6 or RPS with a face up um, to do some pretty significant damage. Which is what I've always liked about the Padme Wookiee list. 
So, um, but yeah, we were, uh, Corey was playing Blizzard Force. He, a 783 point list <laughs> with a 17 point oh, bid. So he was blue player. That's too much bid. I hate that. <laughs> Part of me almost, I, cause I was like, I, you know, let's, I want to get some reps against Blizzard Force. Um, we had originally talked about me playing my Yoda Bark list. Um, cause we had played that a couple months back and had to call it due to time cause the store was closing. And, uh, that one was a super close one that we've been saying like, oh, we need to do a rematch. Um, but yeah, this was, uh, this was an interesting one. We ended up playing hostage exchange, uh, hemmed in and must've been clear conditions. Cause I can't think of, oh, it was hostile environment. Okay. And, uh. So just Pretty before much, I was you trying get into it, John, did Corey have uh, a Vader in his Blizzard Force? He did, yeah. Yeah, so his his list, to be precise, at least from my recount, was 10 Act, 783. He had an officer with Binox, two of the Superstorms, two, um, what are they, Snowtroopers, one with a Medic, Op Vader with push choke into the fray. Tenacity, maybe? Sounds about right. I forget his second training upgrade, but it was probably tenacity and uh, four bikes. So, pretty similar list to what he's been playing. Yeah. Um, scary. Scary stuff. So, to make a long story short, Vader gripped up my hostage uh as, as his first activation yeah <laughs> you just can't get the guys out of there fast enough and he's just like on you um so he had them tied up as his first action of round two nothing really happened round one just a bunch of kind of positioning as you'd expect and so round two he played implacable um, embedded himself in the hostage, and then I spent half the round maneuvering Wookiees and getting aims up on Anakin and Padme, um, or Padme, just Padme, because basically what I ended up doing was I jumped Anakin out there and force-pushed Vader into a Wookiee standby that I fire-supported with an RPS and then spent three aims. So it uh it pretty much one shotted Vader with uh fourteen hits. Oh, <laughs> so, oh on that note, I'm out. You would, yeah, you would think that that would be enough to uh to cripple that list, but then you just get completely bulldozed by all the bikes that that follow. Um. So basically, what happened? I killed Vader. To do so, I put Anakin in a less than desirable spot. So then Anakin pretty much was dead round three. He got like three or four wounds on him that round because then he was in a in a rough spot. But um, it was kind of a YOLO play because it was like, <laughs> all right, if I just let Vader sit here and have his way with me, I might as well just concede now. Um. <laughs> So I was like, you know what? Anakin's going to jump out there. Maybe with enough dodges, he'll be okay. I'll throw Vader out into the open into this crazy uh, Overwatch Wookiees with their aim and then two aims on Padme from an aim quick thing. 
fire supported by the RPS uh, and really lay the hurt on him. So it killed him. He also deflected five back into the Wookiees. So, yeah, yeah. On his, he had, it it was intense. 14 saves. uh, He had six blanks, five surges, and three blocks. So the Wookiees went from fully healthy to half dead um, (laughs) to do this. And Anakin was in a bad spot. So it's... At the time, it was like, awesome, Vader's gone, we're ready to rock and roll, but then I basically lost Anakin and a shooty Wook squad in the process, so losing 300 points to take out a 200-point Vader was not a a good trade at the end of the day, Um, and then pretty much my hostage was sitting out in the open, and it was just being like, you kind of had like a like a shark thing going, like bikes just circling around this poor hostage. And then it was like, okay, I guess I've got to double move out into the open and just get picked apart for the rest of the game. So I think I ended up conceding around round five because it was pretty much just like, here I go. All right, that unit's dead. All right, here I go. All right, that unit's dead. So I was just I was just too far back to pick up the hostage. So it was pretty much a, a, uh, a lost cause. So little bit of a of a rough game the list played really well i think um i think it was a very cool list for the kind of list that i like to play with with the wookies but really needing force push in my list um because just all the games that i can think of in recent memory where it's like a top cut or round three opponent that really knows how to play a force user it's just able to stall out my my wookie army so having anakin in there to utilize all the benefits of of having force users specifically force push it just affects the game at such a such a high level um is is clutch so it might be something that i might be able to get one or two games in before we hit packs and something that i settle on um and my default is kind of the Yoda triple bark list. So it was a good game. We had a good time. Nice. Sounds like a fun time. Yeah, trying to find ways to combat Blizzard Force right now is interesting because four speeder bikes is a lot. And I don't really see anybody running Blizzard Force not doing that. I, I did have one opponent at Nova who didn't run four speeder bikes and did a blizzard force. Um, and it was definitely an interesting list, but I, I, I don't know how you can not choose to do the four speeder bikes. If you're doing blizzard force. I think the biggest challenge with it is. So the cards come down, you have payload hostage exchange, breakthrough and bombing run all that it's exceptional at. Yeah. Cause Vader's awesome at hostage exchange and then having quad bikes on breakthrough bombing run or even payload because you can harass your opponent's payload is just like a nightmare to play against. So it's biggest chance, like lists that become meta list. There's always like two or three that you're like, okay, um, two or three uh, objective cards that you're like, all right, they're pretty good at this. And then there's one that they're exceptional at. But I can't really think of any that I've played against in the last couple years where it's like, oh, wow, every one of these is bad for me. Yeah. So which is the, 
which is my most likely terrible situation that I might be able to work my way out of. And even in this situation, it's like, all right, I kill Vader and it's still got those super storms and the quad bikes and that that crazy card with the the double uh What's the one with the E-Web on it where it's the four black blast? Overwhelming Barrage. Isn't that what it's called? Yeah, that card's a, that card is a nightmare. It's uh, <laughs> it's it's rough. I mean, there's so many good things about it. And uh, you kill Vader and you get swarmed by everything else. You start to kill bikes because you focus on them. Then Vader kills you. So it's almost there's just so much threat saturation that you like never feel ahead because even when you kill things, it's like, ooh, like in this case, I got Vader and then I lost, you know, my focus piece in the process. Um, and my 600 points versus his 600 points, it felt like I was playing, you know, against 800 points still is crazy. Um, and that's been my experience each time I've played it where you just like, you almost feel like you're backed into your deployment zone in a corner and you're just like, ah, like I can't get out. I'm stuck here. And then it's like, here, go <laughs> run to that objective. Oh, you're dead. Um, so you just feel like you're backed into a corner <laughs> the whole game. And then by the time you hit round four or five, you're almost, it's too late for you to actually do your objective. So you're just like, well, I guess I lost. So. Yeah, depending rough. on the objectives, it, yeah, it's 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 rough. Um, yeah. Just so yep. uh, everybody listening knows, uh, I I'm not running Blizzard Force. Uh, I don't know if I ever will, um, because I like having a lot more fun than Blizzard Forces. So you know, I like doing ridiculous things if I can can, and uh, Blizzard Force is a little hampering in that regard. Uh, one list I was looking at that seems just fun to play, I highly doubt I'll ever actually bring it to a tournament, is uh, Vader Lat Triple Dewback. So, that just seems fun. <laughs> that's that's kind of got a similar theme there, because it's like, alright, Vader, now he's in your lines, and pretty much your entire army is stalled by this one man. Yeah. And then um, dubacks show up right afterwards. <laughs> yeah, and and then the dupe when you finally, if you can deal with Vader, then all of a sudden, the three giant lizards come mm-hmm. careening into your line. Oh yeah, it, it feels like something I'd I'd play on a, a random night. I get to go out. I don't know if I'll ever actually take it to a tournament, but who knows? I might. <laughs> Seems fun. Um. But probably not PAX. I, I, I want something I can do well with at PAX. So I doubt I'd bring that to PAX. Um, but uh, I did also recently get a game in. Um, did, well, part of a game in. We only played half the game uh, because it got too late to keep going. But uh, I had some fun and did a 11 activation Callus double IG list. Ooh, spicy. Yeah. Uh, rounding out the list was also an officer, uh, two shores with and mortars, uh, three snipers, uh, and one of the shores had a uh, Dell and an uh, Astromech. So I got plenty of repair for my IGs. <laughs> Which uh, that's a nice synergy. I never really thought about the repair from Inferno Squad, um, or well, from Dell specifically. 
And then did you essentially have four snipers? You had four sources of high yep. velocity? Four, source, four sources of high velocity um, and also four uh, repairs because Dell does uh, w- repair once for two wounds and then the Astromech does uh, repair one uh, twice. So, e. Re- Real nice for the, uh, the droids. Um, I ended up playing against a, uh, also an 11 act list, um, uh, which I don't, it was pretty ridiculous. I think it was 11 acts. Maybe my list was only 10 acts. I can't math, but, um, it, it was up against an officer, three vets, three Mark twos, uh, and, oh, two, uh, a, two snipers and two airspeeders. So yeah, it was 11X versus 11X. Um, None of the vets had heavy weapons. They all just had extra guys. So I was a little less scared at that point. But two airspeeders has always been kind of the the bane of my existence with most of the lists I have. Um, So much so that after I got trounced at one point by a guy with uh, double airspeeders, my next couple lists all had uh, at least one HH-12. Because uh, I just needed more impact. So, yes, I I'm, I got so scared of airspeeders, I brought HH-12. <laughs> which everybody makes fun of. Um, but I obviously had no impact in this list. Just a a lot of crits. Um, a, lot, a lot of critical one or surge to crit in this list. Um, uh, we ended up playing uh, Intercept the Transmissions. Uh clear conditions and long march i believe it was um and i gotta say i i like the igs uh especially because they do such different things for feeling so similar um i got lucky a little bit uh and also very unlucky i thought for sure that IG-88 would be the much better unit for shooting armor because he surges to crit. Uh, Unfortunately, my dice decided otherwise uh, during this game. Uh, Meanwhile, IG-88, I mean IG-11, who only surges to hit, was my crit machine for the game. And because he only had an officer, all of his weapons gained Pierce 1. So uh, those range 4 shots with a Pierce 1 were pretty useful against some airspeeders. Uh, as well as when they got a little closer, gunslinging Pierce 2. It's nice. <laughs> At range 3. Um, so, by the end, uh, and having Callus in the list was also great just for the contingencies, because it gave me options. Um, and it's always fun to put Callus on the table. Um, ultimately... Not much happened in the game for the the first three turns other than me shooting airspeeders uh, because most of his army hung back quite a bit. Um, But turn three, I realized I'd already used three of my four heals on my IGs because he decided he was just going to kill them because, you know, get rid of them because they're they're deadly. Um, And so I played the uh, IG... Uh, I think it was 
is it one of IG88's? Yeah, it's IG88's uh, one pip focused on the kill to make sure that he does not go away until the end of the turn. So um, uh, my opponent just kept shooting him, even though I, he can't go away until I decide to go with him at this point. Uh, so it was it was great. Um, turn two i had killed one of his airspeeders and then by the end of turn three i'd killed his other airspeeder at which point the only unit that had died was ig88 uh so the fact that both his airspeeders were down i'd also killed one of his vets and all i'd lost is ig88 and everybody else was at full health made me feel pretty good um so i think it's a it's a real fun list i'd like to see it go against some other things um i don't think it would do so great against a a jedi list or a, a melee skew list because all i really have is callus and ig88 who's okay in melee and i guess ig11 is also okay in melee but you know it's it's a fun list to say nothing else it, it's definitely a list that prefers to sit back and be a gun line though Yeah, it seems like a solid list. I definitely think once you once you take down those airspeeders, that's pretty much like game over typically for double airspeeder lists. You're probably in a good spot. Yeah. Um, I out-activated him. I had Pierce. I have Critical. At that point, he had just his Mark IIs, his snipers, and two, and his, you know, his uh, officer and some uh, Echo Base... Uh, and some veterans that don't have heavy weapons. There wasn't much he could really do to me at that point. Yep. Yep. Sounds about right. But yeah, no, if if I ran into something that just rushes into my face, we'd be talking something different. That would be rough. But um, I really do think that, like, uh, IG-11 is probably a great counter to speeders. Speeder bikes. Because they have to be at range three to to shoot you. And then if he's got the bounty programming and you've chosen a commander, he's got Pierce 2 at range three on top of the sharpshooter 1, so you don't even have to worry about the natural cover of the speeders. As long as you give him some aims, he could really put some hurt on multiple on multiple speeder bikes. Yeah, I'm looking at his car. He doesn't really have any impact right no ig11 no he, he doesn't have any ways to really deal with armor other than get lucky and roll crits yep which just roll is what he did for me unlike the... ig88 who uh decided i don't know how to roll crits or surges during that game even though he's got let's put it this way i took a shot into a uh airspeeder obviously i'm looking for crits or surges because he surges to crit ig88 and it's it was the full boat at range three you know three black three white pierce one and i had three aims on ig88 i got two crits and that's with me also having targeting scopes on him so i was re-rolling three dice with each aim that droid yeah, refused to do anything good for me <laughs> <laughs> But it was yeah. Fun. You should have had. Let me think here. 
more than two. Well, yeah, the math would be three, so it's not substantially off. No. Because if you roll 12 die and you're going to get probably, uh, you know, the well, the math is wonky, but it'd be one and a half natural crits and one and a half surge crits. Two, two feels bad after rolling that many dice so sure yep i know the feeling yep yep but ultimately it's fun fun list uh, i might end up playing it again uh i'm uh also trying to think of fun lists to do with uh mando because something none of my lists ever have is jump uh, and jump seems like fun especially you know with boba fett uh, and Mando together, but I don't want to do the two of them together in a list because I think everybody's going to do that. So I like being different. <laughs> it's that's ironically been a little bit of my motivation about playing Yoda or just going back to my Padme Wookie list because it's like Anakin Padme is like the known one archetype in Gar right now that is like quote-unquote competitive so it's kind of like all right if i do well with it at pax it's almost like well that's just some riff on this anakin padme list that already did well here or there um whereas i have not seen any yoda list making top cuts and i've definitely not seen any padme wookie list making top cuts yeah yeah always like to try something different so here's hoping i come up with something fun and different before pax that's also good. Seems doubtful. But, you know, I, I, I'm going to try. I'd love to be able to make a, a, a Mando and Vader list work, but the two of them together is just so expensive. Yeah, super pricey. But it seems like it would be so fun. I'm not thinking we're getting any points updates uh, before PAX at this point. I was extremely hopeful. Yeah, I thought it was going to happen. Um I was expecting something in October, which I believe was when it dropped last year. I know AMG said that they are not going to do like an annual thing. It's going to be an as needed Mm -hmm. thing. Um, But we have reached the annual mark. So naturally it's like, all right, like when you said as needed, I thought that was going to be like quarterly or semi-annually. So now we're at the annual mark. Is your as needed like every other year? Because personally... It's not ready in the next month. I just want them to hold off until after Worlds and then just release the, the new points arrive after Worlds. That way, everybody who's already got invites and is going there doesn't have to rethink everything about their, their faction between now and then. True. I My only thing, it's just like, I think with Pikes being everywhere... That's kind of my only thing about, like, going into Worlds, it'd be nice to not see... All the pikes. Like, yeah, <laughs> just, like, all the top lists. Like, how many pikes you got? Do you have two or do you have three? Like, yeah. it's... Uh, I, I will put that that guarantee out there. Uh, you won't see pikes in my lists. I refuse. <laughs> I am loyal to the I Empire, went, I, all right? And the pikes are not part of the Empire. I have went to the dark side. My Yoda list has uh, two, well, I guess three pikes if you count the Kappa and then the Anakin Padme list. He, 
Anakin benefits so much from having the capo and having ploy, so you can just completely ignore uh, Anakin's flaw card. It still it slows down your power up, so that you know still is a hindrance to you. Um, but at least you're not going to end up in a situation where Anakin's like out in the open without an order or something like that. But I think at that point you've probably messed up anyway if you were like literally out in the open, completely uh, covered in suppression tokens, which always seems to happen to me when I play Anakin. Um, it's like people want to put suppression on Anakin. It's like they want to shoot him. It's like they want him dead. It's like they don't want an order on that guy. It's like he's good. Yeah, it's... Corey and I were talking about this last night. The thing that I like about Yoda is... On the Luminous turn, which is essentially what you're looking to do with Anakin Padme. Get, you know, exemplar out all your... Either aims for a big fire support or a bunch of dodges so you're invincible... The benefit to Yoda is he's completely hidden. Mm -hmm. So you've got the range three bubble, no line of sight required. Whereas with Exemplar, you have to have line of sight. And if you get those one of those guys like in a position where somebody can like move shoot you and start stacking suppression or putting wounds on you, um, there's just very little margin for error. And as soon as you lose Anakin or even Padme, it's it's you know cripples you a good bit. Yeah, I mean, also the fact it's, that... It's just a rough... Yeah, also that Yoda automatically gets two of every token without having to do any actions that turn. Right, <laughs> it's just, it's instant. It's just like, here's a bunch of tokens, and you're ready to rock and roll. You don't have to power it up by like, all right, I go with Anakin. All right, here's his stance. He's going to dodge aim. All right, now I go with Padme. Here's the... Like, it's just there. They're just there. Period. There. Magic. And Yoda's safe. Yeah, it's like magic. They just come falling from the sky. You just make them <laughs> rain from your hand. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. We'll eventually have lists figured out, or we won't, and we'll bring what we know. So, it'll be fun when we finally get to PAX in December, uh, which is now yeah. less than a month away, uh, which is weird to think about um so that'll be crazy however uh beginning of the episode we also said we were going to talk some hobby uh so we've been working on some stuff um i happened to uh in the past couple weeks after the tournament that we had at gamers core i decided to upgrade my 3d printer so i got rid of my old one and i got a new one it's much nicer than my last one and it's been working almost nonstop, making more terrain. Uh, working on multiple tables. Um, I will hopefully get to painting them. Because um, they won't look very good. It's just white plastic on a table. Um, but, uh, yeah. So, I have uh, a lot, lot of things uh, in the works, uh, printing-wise. So, I'm having uh, some fun there. Coming up with the table designs and printing out the files. Um, maybe I'll get to play on these ones because I still haven't played on my other ones uh, other than my Sith Temple table. That's the only one I've actually played on of my tables. But uh, <laughs> So uh, that's, that's some fun. So uh, hopefully the, uh, the next time I run a tournament, people come out and can see these new tables that I'm putting a lot of, a lot of time into. Uh, additionally, I have uh, 
painted my IGs because I prefer to run things that are painted, and I was just talking about them, so they are painted. Um, I'm also working on uh, Mando and Grogu, but you know, Grogu will never see the table because I don't really ever play Rebels because they're not painted. But uh, I figured I'd paint Grogu while he's you know right there with with Mando. <laughs> um, additionally, if you are on our Discord, you've already seen it, but I will eventually share it out to uh, our Instagram and uh, Facebook once he's fully done. But I've done my first attempt at using green stuff to modify a model. Uh, and I'm modifying a Vader, so hopefully I'll be bringing a Vader list to PAX, because this Vader uh, would look great at PAX in December. Because I have modeled my Vader to uh, have a Santa hat and a, a candy cane lightsaber. Uh, <laughs> which is very entertaining to look at. It is pretty sweet, can confirm. And you can see all these pictures and stuff that we're, uh, we're posting up if you join our Discord. Discord. And I'm, I'm working uh, at getting better at sharing more on the, the other social medias. But uh, I'm not sharing the Vader out until he's fully done and based in everything. So, otherwise, join our Discord if you want to see sneak peeks. Um, beyond that, uh, that pretty much covers... Oh, the only other thing I'm doing hobby-wise. I don't know why I'm doing this to myself. I think I hate myself because I already don't have enough time for everything I'm doing. Uh, I haven't even told you this yet, John, so this is a surprise. I'm working on my own designs for 3D printing. I Nice. This is not something I've ever done before. I have zero experience, uh, but I'm trying. Um and uh, we'll see what happens. Um, I've tested, printed a couple things. Um, really, uh, just like some table numbers to, to put at the store for a tournament. Um, uh, oh, I like that. Yep. And uh, I'm also working on uh, some uh, designs actually for terrain, but I don't want to say what yet. So I'll, I'll keep people posted as uh, as they come come together. But uh, I'm actually I'm having a lot of fun doing it. I, it's not something I expected to ever be doing because I like it. Just hey, give me a file and I can print it. But uh, I figured I'd give myself a uh, you know chance to learn something new and see if I can uh, make some other uh, cool looking terrain on my own. Next, you'll be 3D printing your own house, brick by brick. Uh, that's an idea. Three years later. <laughs> You have an entire house made of uh, whatever whatever that that stuff you use. Plastic. <laughs> you can tell I do a lot of three D printing. It's plastic. Jim. Plastic. It's it's just plastic. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't sure if there's some fancy name for whatever the little spool of PLA plastic. I guess plastic. I don't know. Fancy plastic. You know, I, don't, I don't know what everything stands for. I just I just do the thing. Yeah, the stuff that you've printed so far is very impressive. Yes. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, so, it looks okay so far. It'll probably look worse once I paint it, but you never know. <laughs> <laughs> we are we are slowly uh creating quite a collection of tables between the three of between us. Between the three of us someday we'll rival Nick. 
Yeah, it's certainly possible because Corey's often posting up new tables he's working on. You're working on tables. I'm working on two new tables. Um, why? I don't know. <laughs> because, yes. It's gonna... <laughs> why not? Variety. Why not just keep adding tables? Exactly. Honestly, what happened was I was looking on Imperial Terrain and I saw some STL files for like the gas chamber balls, for lack of a better way of explaining it, from Kessel. Uh, yeah, those files. Got you. Yep. And I so I already had a Kessel table, and there was something about, like it's a nice-looking table, but there's something about it that just didn't feel completely right to me. Like I was Like you can tell it's Kessel, but it wasn't like what I had envisioned when I built that Kessel table. So naturally I said... Now that I've got this STL file, I should just build a whole nother Kessel table. Uh, <laughs> so that is what I'm currently working on. You should throw some pikes down on the table to make it feel more authentic. <laughs> it's an absolute necessity to not only have one Kessel table, but two Kessel tables. Guess so. Especially if you like spice. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Good stuff. So, uh, other than two more tables, working on anything else? Uh, well, I don't do any of I my know. miniatures painting, so all I do from a hobbying standpoint is tables. What's the other table you're working on, or is that a secret? Uh, the other table is kind of like a... There was another Imperial Terrain file set. I can't remember what it was called. But it's almost like all of these like shipping containers stacked on each other and ladders. And um, I ended up looking on Frontline Gaming and found a like hot underhive, almost like a sewer themed mat mm-hmm. that would match really nice with these with these pieces. And I was like, you know what? That would be a pretty sweet looking table. That's usually how it starts. I start looking at STL files on Imperial Terrain, <laughs> and then I have a guy that prints a lot of my stuff so i'll message him and say hey do you have this stl you know can i get a deal if you print like all these things for me um and then i'll try to see what that costs then i'll price out like the mat um well i guess all the mats are the same they're all 69.99 if you get a six by three and uh then i'm like all right like let's make this happen so after these two i will be up to eight tables so I can nice. I can host my own sixteen person event. There we go. I don't know when I will ever do that, but <laughs> gotta start somewhere. I could. I could if I wanted there to. There you go. All right, that's John's new task. He's gotta come up with an event to use his tables. <laughs> yeah, I've got it. it it's more likely that the three of us would do an event and uh honestly, because Corey's gotta have like four or five tables how many tables will you be at once you finish this this new one that you're working on uh, working on that would be five tables but i've also started some stuff for another like two to three after that so so we'll be at almost 20 tables roughly yeah look out world look out eventually there might or might not be an inglorious blasters open i don't know That'd be fun. I don't know how we'd even go about starting that, but... It'd be in my basement. Oh, your basement. Your basement's <laughs> is big enough for 20 tables? Man, John, you're holding out on no. us. <laughs> no, no. You could, you could probably comfortably fit three tables. <laughs> the other 17 will be on the front yard. Ah, all right. 
There we go. Now, that could be fun, though. Maybe someday. Don't hold us to it, anybody listening. Don't do it. Cool. Honestly, the uh, the event that we did at your store, Brendan, just carrying the three tables in, because I brought... Well, no, that's not... I only had to... I brought three, but I only ended up bringing two in the store. And that seemed like... I give a lot of credit to Nick, because I'm like, I gotta carry all this stuff and all these bins, and that was just two tables. Um, so, yeah. Nick Bodner, who's one of our locals that host a lot of the big events around here, PAX and ACO. He brings like, you know, 20 to 30 tables. So I can only imagine it is a big undertaking for sure. So I mean, hats off to him. Nick is a terrain God who clearly through much experience has figured out how to get better at transporting his terrain. A hundred percent. So, you know, we just have to do more events and get better at moving our terrain around. I don't know. I mean, I got lucky and uh, my wife already had a nice little cart that I could just stack my stuff in. But uh, more than my four existing tables ain't going to work in that unless I do multiple trips. So I don't know. Figure it out eventually. Come up with better better methods of transporting terrain. For sure. Cool. You got anything else, John? I got nothing. All right. Well, then, at this point, uh, it's usually when Corey would start reminding you in ways to contact us. And I don't have a script for that. So I'll just remind you to, uh, you know, if you have, you want to email us, you can email us at swlingloriousplasters at gmail.com. You can reach out to us on Facebook, where we are, the Inglorious Blasters Star Wars Legion podcast. You can reach out to us on Instagram at SWL Inglorious Blasters. Check out our YouTube, which is just our podcast episodes. Um, we're also on Twitter. I believe we're also just SWL Inglorious Blasters over there, or maybe just Inglorious Blasters. I don't know. I should know. I made it, uh, but I don't. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> yep. Uh, please continue to listen to us on whichever uh, thing you're using to listen to us on i don't know which podcast platform or if you're listening to us on youtube please continue doing so and thank you uh if you want please share us with other people that you think would like to listen to us um and as always people are welcome to join our discord uh you can find links for that on our facebook or on our home pages on most of the the podcast apps so please join us over there and you can uh chat us up uh, you can also find us on the main Legion Discord, where it's our name followed by Inglorious Blasters. Feel free to add us if you want us to, to chime in on a conversation. Um, I don't think I've forgotten anything. Nope. Sharing is caring. Tell everybody you know. Anybody and everybody. Sharing is caring. It can be fun. There we go. This is where we start our jingle. Obviously. And keep the emails coming. I that was uh, I can't read them, so Brendan has yeah. to let me know what all the little fit characters mean. I, I appreciate um, the multiple weeks <laughs> of no emails to let my eyes recuperate, but you are all welcome to email me again, uh, and I will read them and pass them along. Um, so, do really appreciate it. 
So, uh, all right, let's, let's land this thing. Uh, no, I mean we land we, this we, plane. We crashed a while ago, but um, <laughs> yep, yeah, we are the uh, Inglorious Blasters. I'm Brendan. I'm John. And we are so lost without glory. So lost without you.